TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. John McNesby, FOP Lodge 5 president. Good morning, John. My condolences. I'm so, I'm just so sad still over this. Well, thanks. We appreciate it. We appreciate the support we're getting from everybody in, in the community and uh, surrounding law enforcement. And it's just, it's a sad thing. And we, we, we've said it a hundred times before. It's not a matter of if it happens again, it's just a matter of when. Uh, and, and that's when we have to kick in and make sure that, uh, you know, like I said to the family, you've gained an additional 7,000 family members. Now, you know, we'll be here forever. Once the lights, the cameras all go off and, yeah. You know, your husband's laid the rest. We're still going to be here. So we'll make sure your needs are taken care of from forever. So that's key. You know, we make sure we take care of our own. Yeah, and and I thought it was beautiful, the tribute that Officer Mendez would, he was posthumously promoted to Sergeant Richard Mendez, badge mm-hmm. 417. Yeah, that was important, yeah, too. It is. It's, I mean, listen, no matter what you do, we can do 100 different things for the family. It's it's not bringing their loved one back, but these little things like this really, you know, it gives a little shot in the arm to the family, and they were very proud of that, and uh, it means a lot. And it was good that the city did that, and they have been doing it, yeah. um, unfortunately, uh, too many times. So, so true. Um, you know, it is. I don't know. we got to get a handle on this stuff. And Well, speaking um, of that, John, let's. I want to pay tribute. Um, listen to his daughter, Mia, who spoke, offering words of remembrance, and she calls her dad, Daddy. Listen in. The current state of Philadelphia worries me. My daddy would always tell me, keep your head on a swivel. Something he seemed to say more and more in the last few months. The past few years, it seems that crime in Philadelphia has been going up as well. People are getting too comfortable committing crimes, knowing that in most cases, nothing will happen to them. I'm scared, and this situation definitely does not help. The strongest man in my life, my hero, my rock, my daddy, was taken from me. From us. And I'm unbelievably scared. My daddy was an amazing man. He was a kind, loving, patient, and humble. My daddy was looked over. He trained people. He did everything he could to support his family and his fellow officers. And he never complained. He never envied anybody. He was always there to celebrate everyone's success. He was a good officer, an even better husband, and the best daddy in the world. Thank you. So that's the the beautifully composed daughter, Mia, who's speaking about her dad, Sergeant Richard Mendez. And she's saying she's afraid. Many Philadelphians saying they're afraid. So John McNesby, where do we go from here? You know, when you have, and to me, this was such a strong statement, you know, for, you know, not just a grieving daughter and grieving family. I will tell you, on any given morning, you know, I'm coming into work. 
many of us here, but as a woman driving into Philadelphia, there is this feeling of the police not being supported. I know we have new leadership coming in as far as the new mayor. We've heard Sherelle Parker on the Democrat side and David O talk about their strategies. Sherelle Parker, even yesterday at the town hall, even saying that she would support the National Guard coming in in some cases. What's your feeling? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, you know, I, we're down, I don't know how many, you know, eight, nine hundred cops. So that, that plays a role. Um, the city's not safe. We've had people asleep at the wheel for the last couple of years, and it's not funny, but it's a shame that they, they let the city get this way. Um, we had a commissioner that, that was absent. We have a mayor who who just seems like he's checked out and you know well we all know the da and and yeah. that, you know career defense attorney so that's not you know we're not going to do anything on the da end but you know there is a, there is a glimmer of hope with the new commissioner um he's already changed some things around and, and you could see it um we, we got recruiting on the way we got some more money from recruiting uh in the budget a few million dollars uh they're working on doing some changes to the entrance not lowering the standards, you still have to meet the standards by the time you graduate. So, you know, that's key that, you know, we're not lowering anything, but I think we'll get a lot more cops. But uh, again, we have to have the backing and we do have the backing of the community, but we have to have the backing of the city administration to get a handle on these things. And coming back with, with stop and frisk, I think is positive. Um, we're not throwing people on the wall and going through their pockets. I mean, there has to be some reasonable cause for them to be stopped. And once you do that, you know, it could lead to other things, take guns off the street, so forth. We have to get rid of that driving equity bill, which we have tied up yes. in court. Hopefully we'll get a decision on that soon. People driving around the city, lawless, yeah. you know, no no tags, no inspection. Where, where, there's laws on the books in the motor vehicle code, yet in Philadelphia you do what you want. And, and also that leads to, to guns and, and so forth, drugs, which leads to bigger crimes. So, you know, there, there's a lot of things we could be doing different, and we just need the backing and the okay to do it. I mean, we would do it respectfully. And you know what? Guess what? The the, the community, the people in the neighborhoods want their yeah. neighborhoods back, they want us out there. They want us to do the job. They want to be able to walk down to the corner store. They want to be able to stand on a bus stop without being worried about being shot or, or robbed or, or anything like that. So too much for too long. And yeah. everybody could shrug their shoulders and say, well, I don't understand why. And they blame COVID and that. Come on, stop it. That's three years ago. Yep. You know, we knock it off. We got let's get back to basics, police work. And guess what? If we have to bring the National Guard in here for a month or two months to get it, you know, locked down, then do it. Clean up Kensington Avenue. Nobody should have to walk their children to school over over people that are they're sticking needles in their necks. It's just not it's not a good thing. I mean, there's 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 different programs we could do, but just to have them camped out on the sidewalks is just mm-hmm. beyond beyond reason. I just thought it was a, personally, I felt it was a disgrace when I realized this morning they were keeping the court date. I guess it was originally 9 a.m., then pushed back to 9.30. But this new hearing in Philadelphia court could ultimately, you know, end up charging, you know, refiling these charges against police, former police officer Mark Dial. Um, after that tragic shooting death of Eddie Irizarry, you know, driving erratically, wrong way street, mm-hmm. tragic situation. But is there this feeling still among police where, you know, I, and and here's the thing, John, I, I will say this. I report all the time on 
any kind of mal- well, media malpractice, but medical malpractice, right? You think of doctors, nurses, any other job. Take any other job in America, honestly, at the highest level, at the lowest level. Never in America is there any other job that's like police work because, in essence, when when something happens, and even if an officer, let's say, breaks some protocol or panics or freezes, whatever happens, it, it seems immediate to me that the media and DAs, like Krasner, now use that one incident to paint all law enforcement across the nation, quite frankly, but certainly across the city with this broad brush to say, see, we're going to charge them as, as harshly as we can with first-degree murder. That, that's the feeling I have. Is, am I wrong here? No, not at all. I mean, Krasner's been, there's 30 years of being a defense attorney. Any chance he gets to take a shot at a cop, he's going to do it. Uh, and it seems like he's the only one that's arresting cops. I mean, you know, I'm not saying we, uh, there's a times where, you know, these guys, there may be an incident where somebody doesn't deserve to be arrested. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's that that could happen, you know, anywhere. But to be able to, to keep continuing, like, we have a, a number of cases where he just appeals, 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 because, you know, he, don't, he knows you don't have a win anywhere else. But he's just going to he's going to make the life miserable for the family, the officer. And he's going to try and bankrupt the union. And that's fine. He can do whatever he wants. We have the best legal team around, and we're going to be able to to stand him up in court and prove that he's that he's wrong. I mean, if, if somebody needs to be charged, then charge him, but charge him fairly. Yes. I mean, charging Eric uh, uh, Mark okay. Dial with first degree murder. I mean, that guy didn't leave his house that day to think about killing somebody. Uh, that's just you know, you know, if you want to do a lesser charge, and then we can look at it in court and have a jury decide. That's fine. Uh, there was a number of different cases, the Mendoza case yes. from earlier in the year. I mean, charge him correctly, and then we move forward. First-degree murder is absurd. And, and what he does to the people like Joe Bologna, who's out there, uh, yes. you know, he was found. How many times you got to be found not guilty till you appeal, yeah. appeal, appeal? So I'm, and we're going to stand with these officers all the way through, um, you know, from beginning to end, Good. and then let the chips fall where they may. But I feel very confident that we're going to be able to prevail, as we have in all the other cases. I got I got to tell you John, you know John McNesby here as a long time, you know, I live in the city of Philadelphia. Larry and I've lived in the same house for, you know, more than two decades. And so as a city resident, I often feel like anytime there's some a situation like this, just anytime with an officer, I wish they would immediately have a rule, do a change of venue because look at what happened last time when a judge rightfully agreed with McMonagall's eloquent argument that first-degree murder charges were basically ridiculous and not proved. And what happened? They started up, and we had those, those you know, riots, basically, and, you know, the, the procession that happened and the arrests. And then, then what you do is you create chaos in the city, and not you. I mean, I feel like Krasner almost does this as a publicity stunt, pimping people to go out, do all of this lawlessness, and and I, I I can't stand that as a city resident. I I really right. I mean, do you, know, do you feel that? They you know f- there's absolutely there's no consequences for them to go out and do this stuff. Uh, they know they're not going to be charged, or if they are charged, they'll, they'll quietly disappear down the line. Cases that go to court, officers are out there arresting people uh, for doing this lawlessness and looting and everything else, and then all of a sudden it just disappears. You never hear a thing about it because he cuts deals about you know for community service or quietly withdraws the cases and that happens daily 
to a number of people, uh, families not being consulted with during uh, a criminal case, mm-hmm. uh, if they're the victims or their families are the victims. They don't know about it. They're not told about it. But, you know, that's expected with him. And, um, you know, all that all that lawlessness and looting and everything else is um, with this new administration, with the new commissioner, I think will be locked down. And, you know, you're not going to control it all because we have no cops out there. But we'll be able to get a little bit of a handle on it and uh, hopefully, you know, send a message back to these thugs. Yeah. Well, you sound, I will say that you sound hopeful as we're just less than two weeks again uh, away from obviously the November 7th election, new leadership coming in. So tell me something good as far as your life, your family. You're in a law enforcement family. Uh, we had our Phillies last night. They were teasing this morning. We're all bummed out, but they were teasing that. Now, what do we do after greasing the polls? Do we ungrease the polls? So, take- <laughs> well, you leave, you leave the polls greased till February, and hopefully the, <laughs> the Eagles will win the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, no, I mean we still have the Eagles out there. Uh, you know, everybody. It, it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they they had a good run through the year. I thought you know they would have made it to the World Series. I thought Atlanta would have been the problem, but yeah, um, you know, it wasn't the Diamondbacks were, and I think it is what it is. I mean, they did yeah. a good. Good job. They made it far, and then hopefully, you know, there's always next year. But what you seem to always be saying is there's always next year. Yes, so I let's know. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's a, yeah. famous. If you had, if John McDesby could make a wish, you know, much like Bryce making the wish with the candles, but if you could make a wish for Philadelphia and you look back at past leadership and if you could also maybe advise the future mayor of the city, I mean, what what are your top three hopes for the future of Philadelphia as far as the mayor and what they could learn maybe from a past regime, maybe take something that you felt was effective and put it in place moving forward, John? Well, I think they have to engage the district attorney and call him out on what he's doing to the city of Philadelphia. That's number one. Number two is bring in uh, a, a police commissioner that's competent, that's engaged with the troops, that's out there leading by example. The only thing a leader, a good leader needs is followers. And, you know, they'll follow you into wherever uh, and do whatever. But you got to be leading from the front. And I think we have that right now with, with Stanford. Yeah. Uh, and I hope, uh, you know, if that's not the case, that they bring somebody in from inside the city uh, because they know the city. They know the politics of the city. They know how things are done. They know the community leaders. And if you can't find a, a competent police commissioner in a rank of uh, of 200 commanders then there's something wrong with the city we we failed as a city yeah, and number yeah. three back your cops back your cops let them go out there and do their job sometimes you're going to make mistakes but don't you know you're out there doing an investigation and you, you have you know you, you see a cop that's actually cleared for the allegation against them but they're not wearing a hat all right knock it off you know you talk tell talk to them don't don't do a stack of paperwork on them because they didn't have a hat on yeah or, or some silly charge like that so those those will be the three right up the top of my hat I can go all the way to fifteen twenty. I mean, <laughs> but uh, it was, you know, back to cops. Let's get a, a decent commissioner. If, if, if this guy is not going to be your guy, that's engaged, and and we have to engage Krasner. The city administration uh, needs to step up and, and push back on this guy a little bit. Amen. Do we know that? I know that the benefit for Sergeant um, Mendez was postponed. Do you have the new date, or we'll watch for you? <laughs> Your phone call for the, the radio show actually interrupted our meeting. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let you go. <laughs> We're going to figure that out, hopefully have it today or, or tomorrow and be able to post that out. But we want to fill the room, make sure that, you know, that, yes. that, that his family gets 
gets the send-off and, and to finish the send-off that he deserves. Well, and, and I know all of us here, and I speak for Rich Scioli and Dom Giordano, Nick Hale, Greg Stocker, Anthony Dorenzo, all of us will certainly put that out there and make sure that, 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 that it's a packed event with very generous individuals, John. Well, we appreciate it. Yep. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks a million, John. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 